0: The message you are about to hear was preached at the Fountain of Life Church in Likweju, Lagos. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. It is indeed an honor to be speaking at Word Explosion 2021 of the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos. I'd like to thank Pastor Dukoya and Pastor Mrs. Dukoya for this privilege Thank you so much. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you this day for your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. It's of your mercy that we are not consumed. Lord, as we bring the word to your precious people today, I ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to behold wondrous things from your word. And As always, Father God, we give you praise and honor for all that will be done and, and said here today. For thine is the power, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Uh, Possessing your possessions. I'd like to start in Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 7. It reads, But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess... Their possessions. Upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Well, when the Bible talks about possessing our possession, we have to cast our minds back to the children of Israel. They were promised and given the promised land. God spoke to Abraham, he spoke to the patriarchs about going into the promised land. But the promised land was a place there were enemies and there were giants in there. How do we possess our possessions today? If you look at Numbers chapter 13, when they went and despite the land, they brought a bad report. And if we read from verse 30, the Bible says, number 1330, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, "Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, "We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we." And they brought, brought up an evil report of the land which they searched unto the children of Israel saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, it is a land that eaten up the inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers, so we were in their sight. Even without the contest, they already saw themselves as failures in the sight of the giants. The promised land where we are to possess, there are giants, there are enemies in the promised land, but we are not alone. The most important thing is to realize that to possess your possession, there has to be a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You see, everything we get as believers is on account of the blood. So I'll say that possess your possessions. Because the blood of Jesus has blotted away your sins and given you a new identity. Possess your possessions because the blood of Jesus has blotted away your sins and given you a new identity. You know, they felt, oh, we saw giants there. These guys are too big. They are too much. How are we going to deal with it? The Bible says he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. There will be enemies there, but everything Jesus won for you and I through the blood belongs to us today. You see, when Adam sinned in the garden, he had an inferiority complex. He ran away from the presence of God. And you see, if, if, if you don't sense that God is with you, if you don't know that you are one with God, you can't possess nothing. If you, if you keep having this feeling of condemnation, this feeling of I'm not good enough, this feeling of I cannot measure up, you can't possess anything. Because the Bible says the devil goes around like a roaring lion, is going to keep spewing out lies and tell you you failed here, you failed there. Who are you to come and take this and take that? Who are you to take territories? You are not good enough. Child of God, I want to say to you today, Second Corinthians 5 21 the bible says he that knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of god there's a new identity the nature of god is yours as many as believed in him to them gave he the power to become the sons of god you are a son of god you have the dna of god jesus is the head you are the body you have become one with him and there's no giant that can take you down in the name of jesus christ Romans 5:17 says for if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ Adam sinned and the whole world was corrupted and the world failed Jesus came Paid the price with his own blood, and we are all accepted in the beloved, those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord. The Bible says we have been made the righteousness of God. Jesus has given us his own righteousness. You see, once you have that sense of inferiority, that sense of, I can't really approach God. Friend, no matter where you find yourself, you can come before the throne boldly because you are a child of God, because you have the DNA of heaven. Heaven is backing you up. Have you, have you watched little, little children, one-year-olds, two-year-olds? They walk boldly into their parents' bedroom because they know they are welcome there. The blood of Jesus Christ has totally canceled your sin. Supposing you are owing me 1,000 naira, okay, and you choose to pay me 10,000, that's pretty much, 100,000, that's a lot, a million, that's a lot, 100 million, that's a lot. That thousand disappears in the hundred million. First Peter 1, 18 and 19 says, we have not been redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus as of a lamb without blemish. What I want to say to you today, there's no money value we can put on the power in the blood of Jesus. It came from heaven. It's 100% pure. And because it's 100% pure, all our sins just dissolved and disappeared in the blood. Don't let the enemy tell you you can't stand. Don't let the enemy tell you, you cannot possess because of something that happened in your past or even your present. The blood of Jesus has done away with it. And not only that, you've been given the nature of God. You are the body of Christ and a member in particular. You need that confidence as you go into life. You need that confidence as you go and face crisis situation and possess your possession. You need to know you have the identity of the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. When you know that, there's confidence. I remember one of, our, one of our mission people, our mission directors precisely, you know, he went on a mission trip, and when he got there, said, we want to plant a new church. This is on the front lines, tough places. And they said to him, well, you know what? Um, if your Jesus can perform this miracle, then you can build a church here. And of course, he was very concerned. They took him to a man in a hut, an elderly man, whose feet were withered, dry. And he started to panic. But he remembered that God was with him. He remembered that the greater one was with him. Remember that it is the family of God. Remember that Jesus is the head, is the body. Remember that, you you know, when you carry the same DNA, the same life, there's no complex, there's confidence and boldness. The righteous are as bold as a lion. You are going to be as bold as a lion in the crisis of this life. So he told me, he said, Pastor, I got in there. I didn't know what to do, so I asked for some oil uh, because I didn't. I was just bidding for time, and they gave him some oil, and he began to rub the oil on on the man's feet and say, "Oh, Jesus, just come through." And you know what? The man's feet began to pop like popcorn, and. They, then he commanded and the man began to walk. And there's a 400-member church in that place today because somebody dared to believe that he will never leave me nor forsake me so I can boldly say the Lord is my helper. The, the, the righteousness consciousness, not sin consciousness, the righteousness consciousness, knowing that I'm one with God, there's no different difference between me and him in the sense that we have the same nature. It was Wigglesworth that said, there's not one thing in me that the blood does not cleanse. There's not one thing in you that the blood does not cleanse. He said, there's not one thing in me that the blood does not cleanse. Every time the devil throws up some ugly thing in your life, tries to remind you of of your past, tries to remember your failings. just remember when the blood is applied, that thing totally disappears. That failure is is wiped away. God does not even remember it. He doesn't see it because the blood of, of, of his son, his own blood has done justice to it. Many years ago, I had a very serious encounter as a young man in, in, in a village where I was ministering at the time. You know, long story short, they have this tradition in that place where they carried a live animal as a sacrifice across the town and you are supposed to have your electricity off. And I didn't know it. And so I had music blaring, I had every kind of thing going and because I had that, the guys surrounded where I stayed, all the masqueraders and the witch doctors, there were 70 persons surrounded the house. They, f- they felt this was an uh, affront against them. But child of God, at such times fear will come to you. But when you know that you know that the greater one lives in you, when you know that you know that you are the righteousness of God, when you know that you know heaven is holding nothing against you, I began to, I began to decree the word of God in that situation. And the scripture I remember quoting was no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against me in judgment I shall condemn. God sent me there to do a walk and these guys were going to take me out. And as he began to confess that word of God, listen to me friend, I believe everything the Bible says. I believe that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And I believe you are not going under. I believe that the one is in you. You have the identity of heaven today. I believe you are not going under. I believe you will win in the battle of life. You are only going to go from glory to glory as those that come to zion friends as i began to conf- confess the word of god and just declaring that word of god suddenly in a dry season will you believe it i began to hear the sound of thunder and i began to see lightning in a dry season and these guys began to run helter skelter if i had, had the least sense of oh maybe god is against me maybe i cannot approach god i would be begging not commanding I'll be begging, oh God, not commanding because I'll feel, God, maybe I'm not even good enough to be. No, you are good enough because of the blood of Jesus. I say you are good enough because of the blood of Jesus. I say you are good enough because of the blood of Jesus. Bible says we are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus. And you know, lightning came and, and thunder and these guys run away. We have a big church in that place today. So it's important we understand that a new identity has been made possible because the blood of Jesus has blotted away our sins. Another thing I will share with you on this point is that possessing your possessions by a revelation of where you are seated in Christ now. Possessing your possession by a revelation of where you are seated in Christ now. Ephesians chapter number 1 verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come, and has put all things underneath his feet and given him to be the head of all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. The next chapter, Ephesians 2.6. And has raised us up together and has made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We were raised up together and made to sit together. Colossians 1, to 12-14, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, who had delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. You see, when Jesus died, we died with him because he represented us. When he he, he was raised up, we were raised up with him. When he ascended, we ascended with him. When he sat down, we sat down with him. Can you imagine yourself being seated at the center of of, of the highest point in the universe, the center of authority? Can you imagine yourself, you know, where you are seated, determines a lot about life when you are seated with him far above every principality power in Luke 10 19 he said behold I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy and nothing nothing shall by any means hurt you nothing you see because we are in him he is in us And we are seated with him far above all those principalities and powers. Many times people get worried about the power of witchcraft, the power of what the devil can do here, the power of what the devil can do there. But you know, my position does not depend on how I feel. Take the policeman who is stopping traffic. It doesn't matter if he woke up, if he had a quarrel with his wife. It doesn't matter. He has the position of a police officer. So maybe they had an argument or not. When he raises his hand, what happens? You have to still stop. It doesn't matter if the truck is a small truck or a big truck or whatever. It doesn't matter. When you lift your hands in faith, that thing must obey you. One of the first signs Jesus said will follow believers is that they will cast out devils. You and I have authority because of where we are seated. Jesus is the head and you are the body. And you are seated far above every principality and power. He prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. There are giants in the promised land. But you are seated far above them. I said you are seated far above those giants. I remember a story here one time. Some of my pastors. There was a young convert. And... um, he became so critically ill, and after they did all the medical thing that was possible, they couldn't find an answer to that guy's situation. They did a scan at our hospital, nothing. But it was a demonic thing. So they began to pray. They prayed an hour, two hours maybe. And then this guy began to throw up. And when this guy threw up, threw up, he vomited an object, which I have on my picture on my phone. And what did he vomit? Permit? He vomited something that was bound with tread. It has twenty-six office pinheads. It had some inscription written on it. And when they called those who understood the language was written, it was the name of three evil spirits or aljanua as they call them here he never swallowed it but it got into him somehow through demonic powers but you sitting here today you have authority over those anything demonic like that because you are seated far above them your position in life has changed you are seated far above It doesn't matter what demonic power, over principality, power, might, and dominion, you are seated far above them. So whatever the enemy is throwing, some things have run in your family for such a long time. You are now beginning to tell yourself that maybe it has to keep running. But you know you can stop that madness in the name of Jesus by spending time in the Word of God, meditating until faith arises in your heart, and you say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, you cannot go beyond this point. Is enough. I want to declare over somebody today that you are going to use your authority, and God will use you as the first person in your family to stop that situation that has threatened everybody, that has kept them down, because you are in Christ, Christ is in you, and you are seated far above all those wicked demonic spirits. Is there an amen somewhere in the house today? Another key that I want to share with you is that, um, you know, today so many things are flying around, and sometimes we are saying to ourselves, well, how is God going to do this? How is going to do this? There's a new disease today. There's a new that tomorrow. There's a new the other one tomorrow. Well, you know, the truth is that when Jesus went to the cross, Psalm 103, 1 to 5, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not his what? Benefits. Who forgiveth how many of your sins? All your sins. Who healed all your diseases. Who redeemed thy life from destruction. Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. You need to possess your possession by the revelation that the blood of Jesus and his wounds canceled every sickness against you. Possess your possessions by the revelation that the blood of Jesus and his wounds canceled every sickness against you. You know, most times people think, well, well, thank God I'm forgiven. Then I'll come back and I'll get my healing. Then I'll get my deliverance from danger. Then I'll get my prosperity of my blessing. You no, know, it was on the same cross the same day. You need to remember that uh, sin is the mother of sickness. And the moment sin was taken care of, the moment sin was taken care of, sickness too was taken care of. That's why Jesus said, Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or take up your bed and walk? That is in Luke chapter 5, verse 20 to 23. He said, Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or take up your bed and walk then, Deuteronomy 28 61 says, And also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of the law, then would the law bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. And then, Galatians 3 13 says, Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, be made a cause for us, for it is written, causes everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham will come on the Gentiles through faith. Listen, friend. It was God in his own mercy, in his own kindness that looked at mankind and decided I will give them total redemption. It was his own body that was broken and blood came out. At the whipping post when they they were flogging the Lord Jesus, blood and flesh were flying and life was being released for you. Uh, Like we like to say here, the highest sacrifice on the highest altar by the highest being has been made. Hallelujah. I will come to that point in a moment because we are living in perilous times, and you need to possess your possession. Any new thing they find today, Jesus paid for it. Hallelujah. I was in Florida one time, and just before you know people came up for healing, and the pastor was sitting together in front there. And there was a particular man that came up, and pastor just whispered to me. He said, Oh. You won't believe the, where this guy is coming out from. His lifestyle has been so. And he went on and on. Very serious stuff. Well, that wasn't helping me much. <laughs> but he, he told me all the horrible things about the guy. Well, he forgives your sins and he does what? He heals all your diseases at the same time. Well, the man dedicated his life to Jesus that night. That man was 52 years old at the time. For 50 years, he had been deaf in one ear. And by the time he got off the floor, what happened? That ear was totally healed. He could hear a, a watch tick. Because for God, forgiveness and healing is one and the same thing. On the same cross, he did it. Yes, because sin is the mother of sickness. I was one time in Uganda. We are having an outdoor crusade in a town called Kasangati. And while there, my host, you know, a, a, a man came on crutches. So my host said, well, you know, he said, Look at that guy. He's the worst he's the worst character in this city. And that wasn't helping me either. Well, when he told me, I thought, Okay, you know what? We made the altar call, who is giving his life to Christ. He raised his hand. You know, the first person to throw his crutches away it was that man. God, God is a God of mercy. He wants to wipe away sin, sickness, anything that would be a hindrance in your life. God doesn't want it, but he wants you to trust him and have faith in him. Listen, there is nothing too hard for God to do. Don't let the devil ever tell you you're in a situation where you cannot come out. I said there's nothing too hard for God to do. Nothing too hard, nothing too hard, nothing too hard for God to do. Our faith is in God's ability. Our faith is in God's ability. As a story that is well known in our circle here. One, one, one dear sister like that, long story short, she was involved in an accident. Supernaturally, God restored her to life. But her left hand was so damaged that they decided that they were going to amputate the hand. And that they were not going to... The God you serve, listen to me. The, it's not about the person... The enemy you are confronting is about the God that is behind you. You said, I'm Almighty God. When somebody is Almighty, he has no competition. He has no competition. And this promised land, you are going to possess it because God has brought you to the kingdom of God for a time like this. They may say things are hard in the world, but I want to say to you, the greater one is on the inside. The creator of the universe is on the inside of you. I want to say to you, your redeemer, lived, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthened you. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was was with him. That same God is with you. That same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is on your inside and you will tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy. The Bible says nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You are created for signs and wonder. This is your season to shine. This is your season to possess. This is your season to go to a higher level. This is your season to declare and become a sign and a wonder in your environment. It's your season to for people to look at you and say we don't know how he made it. We don't know how she made it but you'll be able to say by my god i will leap over a wall and by my god i will run through a troop hallelujah so here's this girl well when our pastors went there they couldn't get in the room it was the smell was much and they said they were not going to amputate her from the wrist or from the elbow but from the shoulder blade because the thing has spread, the gangrene or whatever it was had spread, and she told me maggots were coming out of her hands. Well, I didn't go there, but when the pastors came up to me and said this girl is having an amputation at the national hospital in Abuja on Wednesday, they said, in between services in the old church, and we came together. What do pastors do? We pray. Sometimes we pray when we know what to do. And sometimes we pray when we don't know what to do. So we were praying. And I heard this words come out of my mouth. The hand will not be caught in Jesus' name. I was expecting a loud amen. But there was a mumbled... I said, ah, man of God, what's the issue? They said... Ah, you didn't go there with us. We couldn't enter the room because she was smelling. The girl is alive today. So what happened? Well, I said to them, the word has gone out. We can't change it. I'm not to perform the word. God is to perform the word. Anyway, they took her by taxi to the national hospital. They said flies still found their way in, even though they won that glass up at the National Hospital. They said, we're going to go to a theater or a surgery we don't usually use. Air freshener everywhere. Listen to me. When God raised up Jesus from the dead, every demon tried to stop that resurrection. But they could not. They could not stop it. And that same power is alive. Anyway, long story short, when they were about to uh, start to do the amputation, all of a sudden... That hand that was hanging lifeless suddenly picked up itself and began to do that. And then the doctor starts to scream. We cannot cut a living hand. We cannot cut a living hand. If you've been in this church, you probably have heard that testimony from the girl herself. Well, she woke up. She has two hands today. They said, well, uh, they said, you know, you'll never be able to have a child. You've taken so much medication. Your Something is damaged, destroyed. But she has one today. So what am I saying? We need to remind ourselves that the same day he paid for our sins, he paid for our sicknesses, and there's nothing too hard for him to do. These kind of stories abound, and I can tell you so many of them. One time in Denmark, I was in a Sunday service somewhere ministering, and um, a, a, a lady, I just we simply prayed a simple prayer for her. Just a simple prayer. And after I prayed that simple prayer for her, I left because I didn't have any chance to talk with her. When I got here, I was there in the month of September. In October, she writes to me, tell my story everywhere. What is her story? Well, she had been HIV positive for 18 years under medication. And now she went back and the doctor said, you are not supposed to get healed. But all I can tell you is that we cannot find your virus. You see, when the power of God and the blood of Jesus gets into that situation, that thing is canceled, that thing is dissolved. Jesus came to this world for real. He paid for real. He paid for real. He paid for real. So no matter what the enemy is throwing out t- today, the blood of Jesus is able to protect the people. Exodus 12:13, the Bible says, And the blood shall be what? A sign upon the houses where ye are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And you know, even where you are seated, no matter where you are watching this from, the power of God is everywhere. The power of God is everywhere. I was doing a Zoom meeting here for some leaders in, in Austria. And a pastor from Germany who had broken his tailbone, but still managed to go for that conference, just got healed. Just, just when we pray a simple prayer. God is itching, is full of eager yearning to touch his people. Let's not major so much on the confusion in the world and forget the mercy of God. Let's not major too much on what the devil is doing and forget the goodness of God. Let's not major too much on all the negative things around us and forget the might of God. Who is like unto thee, O God, among the gods. who is like thee, glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. We are serving the living God, the most high God, there is none like him. There will be none like him. The eternity of eternity. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. And your case is not different. He will do exceedingly, abundantly above all you can ask or think. Hallelujah. When, 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 when the plague in Egypt came, what saved the children of Israel? They were all sinners too. But when they killed that animal, that animal said, we represented them. It was a shadow of Jesus to come. It was a shadow of Jesus to come. When they killed that animal, the lamb, they were saying, Oh, we put our faith in the lamb of God, Jesus Christ. And you know what happened? When the enemy saw that blood, when the destroyer saw that blood, it passed over. I want to say every destroyer, everything stealing, killing, and destroying in this day, we pass over you and yours in the name of Jesus. Because that blood is on is the mercy seat of God in heaven. Is speaking better things over your life than the blood of Abel. Satan will not terminate your life prematurely. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, you need to make much of the blood of Jesus. You need to make much of your redemption. Because if we take away redemption, we got nothing. This is the basis of our faith. Hallelujah. Now, possess your possessions by the revelation of your deliverance from danger through the blood. Anybody can tell you today, if you are not hearing of bombing there, one evil there, the other, it's almost a daily occurrence on a global scale. But do you know what the Bible says in Psalm 103 verse 4? Who redeemed thy life from destruction? Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Isaiah 43 from verse 1. But now, thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since that was precious in my sight, that has been honorable. I have loved thee, and therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Hallelujah to Jesus. You know what? Today, places you never thought were dangerous have become dangerous. And we who have lived on the front line, I think we've had a lot of experience with these things. In year 2000, when we had all the all the riots of Sharia for those who live up north. It was an everyday thing. Everyday thing. You never knew where things were coming. And that year the Lord gave me Hebrews 11:28. By faith, Moses kept the Passover. And the destroyer of the firstborn did not touch them. You know the Passover. You are simply saying, my substitute has been slain. When somebody is your substitute, like in a game of soccer, that means you go sit down and they go in your place. Jesus is your substitute. He went in so that you can be delivered. And we kept saying this to our people, and God has been so, so, so gracious. I remember a sister in church, she shared a testimony. She drove home one day, and two very bad guys drove in right after her and they said to her give us the key to your car <laughs> and she, she, she came out and said where well, the key is in the ignition at that point her granddaughter came out the door of the, of the apartment and they began to say to her we're going to shoot you we're going to shoot you And then she began to reply, I plead the blood of Jesus. She wasn't just making a mental proclamation. She was talking something that has become real in her heart. Because the Bible says, you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold. Let, let Let me show you something here that will help you. Because we are living in a real world and things are crazy. When Jesus shed his blood, you know, when you make a sacrifice, normally, traditionally, you make a sacrifice, you must find an altar or a spirit you are going to go to to present that sacrifice to say, hey, if I'm ever in trouble, you, this spirit, come help me. But because Jesus was God's lamb, you know, when when, when John said, behold the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world, People were shocked. The Lamb of God? They could understand to the Balantas Lamb and Joshua's Lamb and Peter's Lamb. Everybody brought an animal. But what has God done to bring an animal? No, God brought his own lamb because of you and I. I pray God will give you understanding. He brought his own lamb. He's saying, this is me from eternity to eternity. I'm offering myself as your substitute. And because I have paid for you, no demon in hell is going to touch you. Somebody said, you really believe that? I believe it. Long story short, they shot this sister three times. She's in this church. You're welcome to talk to her. They shot her the first time. Point blank range. The bullets fell at her feet. They shot at the second time, point-blank range, the bullets fell at her feet. They shot at the third time, point-blank range, the bullets fell at her feet. And when you shoot a child of God that refused to drop dead, you better run for your life. These guys took to running out of that house. That woman is still here today. What am I trying to say? Don't be of the school of thought that plays with the things of His spirit. Well, the blood of Jesus, well... Well, it was just a historical... It's nothing historical. It's a reality that is working for people now. And I don't know how you can survive in this world without believing in the efficacy and the power of the blood of Jesus for the now. I can tell you many stories like that. A friend of mine in Ghana, his daughter was kidnapped for ritual. And when they were ready to cut the neck, the priest sat down and looked at the back. I said, how did that girl get here? We can't use this type. Just take it away. There's something upon your life. You are not a carnal man. You are not a natural man. You are a supernatural man. You are a citizen of heaven. Even though you live in this world, the eyes of the Lord, they're upon the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. I want to declare to you, child of God, don't live short of your blessing. Don't live short of the miracle. Spend time in the Word until the Word consumes you. And when it consumes you, you will live like a supernatural man. It's too late in the day not to live like a supernatural man it's too late in the day because the devil is going around like a roaring lion like a so-called giant i can tell you many stories like this many many stories like this where you are going to have to take the authority based on the blood of jesus hallelujah deliverance from danger is part of your redemption as a deliverance from danger is part of your redemption. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We had one of our sisters in church, one of the young people in church, in the days when bombing was like everyday occurrence, she walked into a mall at Abuja, and the thing went off. You know what? She came out without a scratch, because every single day, we cocoon them in the blood of Jesus. And she walked in. He said, Pastor, I only lost my slippers. said, don't worry. We can always get you another slippers. But the blood will keep you, friend. The the living gospel is a gospel that has results and testimonies. They overcame him by the blood of a lamb and by the word of their testimony. There was a day I was on a flight like that. And when the guy landed, the, the plane just went off the runway into the bushes. The next thing was going to start flipping. People, Everybody was calling on their God. And the devil was telling me, well, it's your time. I said, no, it cannot be my time. My life is redeemed from destruction. This is not the way I'm going. You, this aircraft, get back on that runway in the name of Jesus. Well, God did it. God did it. But well, it takes your faith and believing God. It takes your faith. There will be tests. They overcame him by the blood of a lamb, Revelation 12, 11, and the word of their testimony. That means when the test comes, when you want to possess your possession, test will come. What are you going to say? What is your word in the test? What is your word? That word have I hidden in my heart. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for their life to those that find them and medicine to all their flesh. Hallelujah. One or two more thoughts or three. Thank you, Lord. Possess your possession by honoring grace. Amen? You possess your possession by honoring grace. What is grace? Well, people have defined it differently. God, God's riches at Christ's expense or merited favor, but grace in this wise I want to look at people that God has placed over your life. Amen. You find an interesting story. Uh, in Second Chronicles 20 from verse, from verse 18 to 23, I will just summarize it for you. Well, Jehoshaphat had enemies come against him, and he was crazy. They wanted to destroy him. These three armies were, they were men ready to go. And then as they began to pray, the Holy Ghost came and told them they would not need to fight in this battle. And uh, Jehoshaphat made a, a powerful statement in verse 20, 2 Chronicles 20, 20, And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established Believe his prophet, so shall he prosper. Well, Joseph was a king. He could have said, what has this young prophet got to tell me? But when the young prophet said, this is what's going to happen, he followed. There are, there are people God will put into your life, your pastors, spiritual authority, even your parents. Of course, godly people, that's what I mean. You need to recognize that grace upon them. Because sometimes we could be saved from so many challenging situations. If we will believe the word of the Lord, so many stories in this regard. But I will just tell you one or two, because when you honour grace, <laughs> oh, la carabosa, ta 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 There hmm. was a young man in this church. He he went for a meeting in his village. And most of these stories I'm, t- I'm telling, people know it here. He went for a meeting in his village. And I was minding my own business at home, just doing something. And then the Holy Ghost just said to me, call Ima. I called him. And I said, um, where are you? He said, he's in his village. I said, okay, you need to leave that spot right now. He tried to explain to me why he had to be there. Anyway, he decided to move. Within split seconds, gunshots were fired everywhere. Don't be one of those guys who say, well, you know, I'm a child of God. I know God. I don't need anybody. In fact, once I watch television, I'm fine. I don't even need to be in church. There are certain things that won't happen for you if you are not connected to the local assembly. And God saved that guy's life that day. And he's testified of this himself also sometimes. Another time, I went to a little church in this this town. And when I went there, I, I was just minding my own business. The Holy Ghost came upon me. He said, go to that woman. I walked up to the woman. And when I got close to the woman, I saw a vision. In the vision, I saw her son walk out of the house. And I saw her son walk back home. It didn't mean much to me, but the Lord said, "Just tell her what you saw." And I said, "Madam, this is what I saw." And she went crazy, throwing chairs, roaming. You know. Well, I left. A few months later, it was December. I think it was February of the following year. The guy who took invited me, Doctor. Praise said, "We need to see you." So they came to the office. Long story short, that boy had been kidnapped. The family had given up, but God sent me there to just deliver one word. That woman went to a church, even without seeing the boy started doing thanksgiving. Friends, you know that boy came back, according to him, they gave them something to drink that wiped out his brain totally. Just wiped it out, didn't know who he was, where he was coming, but the word of God, under the unction, can change your story in a moment of time. Hallelujah. That boy is here today serving the Lord, and he had been gone for four and a half years by the time he came back. You need to honor grace. You need to honor the words that are spoken to you by the Spirit of God. Honor those words. Honor those words. If there's a genuine prophetic word, or sometimes you are reading the Bible, something pops up at you, write it down, work on it. To possess your possessions, you need to honor grace. Honor the grace you are under. Hallelujah. Also, another key in possessing our possession is that the force of joy is is an important key if you want to possess your possession. I think it was C.S. Lewis that said, joy is the atmosphere of heaven. You know, God is not moved. You know, heaven is not, they're not going like this. Oh, do you know what's happening on the earth? Uh, I mean... The 24 elders, people are worshiping all the time. Holy, holy, holy. There's no dull moment in heaven. There's worship going on all the time because there's nothing to worry about. Our biggest problem doesn't bother God. So if you really want God, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Isaiah 12, 3 says, with joy you will draw water out of what? The wells of salvation. If it's already done in heaven, okay, you came to me and you said you needed a thousand naira and you know I can give it to you. But you are tying your face. You are, you, are, you are looking serious, like, you know, worried. And you know I can give it to you. Isn't that not an insult on the man? The Bible says, he that sits in heaven shall laugh. Friend, if God is laughing over your situation, you also need to be laughing over that situation. He said, he that sits in heaven shall laugh. I want to say over your financial situation, God is laughing about it. Over your healing situation, God is laughing about it. Over everything troubling you right now, God is laughing about it. Over the visa you are looking for, God is laughing about it. Over the door you want to open, God is laughing about it. In Acts 16, verse 25 and 26, when Paul and Silas were in prison, the Bible says at midnight they, they sang praises to God and, and the prisoners had them, and suddenly there was an earthquake. They prayed like most of us will pray. They prayed like most of us will pray. But how many people sing praises when there's a problem? Now, if you know the story, they got into that bad situation because of preaching the gospel. But they knew that God was in charge of that situation. May I say to a child of God today, whatever you are going through, your heavenly father knows about it. He said, can a nursing mother forget her baby? He said, even if they forget, I will never forget you. I've tattooed your name on the palm of my hands. When I say, God, I need a million, he's still laughing. God, I need 10 million, he's still laughing. God, I need 100 million, he's still laughing. God, I need a trillion, a quadrillion, whatever you are saying, he's still laughing. Why? Because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. If God is laughing about that problem, child of God, it's about time you start lifting your hands and start praising him. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You know, friends, if someone says to you, I have credited your account. Bible says in Ephesians 1 3, we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. That means it's credited. Healing is credited, deliverance is credited. He has prepared a table. He's not going to. He has prepared a table. If it's already credited, you can start to laugh a bit. I said, the man said, there may be network problem. Maybe that's where it has not landed yet. But if it's credited, it's credited. Jesus has credited your account with righteousness, with peace, with joy. His credited credit account with abundance is there in the realm of the Spirit. So you can begin to rejoice. You can begin to thank Him. Sometimes, you know, we, we, are, we are praying and praying and praying because of unbelief. Intercessive prayer, I understand that, but when you've made that petition, it's time to give him thanks. With joy, you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. Finally, one more thought before I pray. Mm. You possess your possessions by acting on the word of God. You possess your possession. Joshua 1 eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, and thou mayest of love to do according to all that is written therein, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. Proverbs four twenty twenty two, my son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those so that find them, and medicine to all their flesh. Romans four twenty twenty one. Talking about Abraham, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. Abraham was strong in faith and giving glory to God. Job twenty-three, fourteen, for he performed the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Ephesians 3:20. Now unto him that is able to do what? Exceedingly. Abundantly above all that we can ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. You need to act on the word of God. You need to act on the word of God. You know when you pray, many of us pray. But we want God. We we, we actually want to tell God how to answer our prayers. Have you done that before? Lord, I need, but I want, God, this is how you answer this prayer. One time, I believe it was last year, before the lockdown, we were supposed to travel some place overseas, and I needed my travel document back. So they said they had mailed it to a center here in our city. So we went there, but when we got there, They said the dispatch rider had gone to deliver it. Well, the guy came back, didn't say anything to us. The guy went back again. Long story short was that while riding that bike, he had mistakenly dropped our parcel. Our parcel just dropped. I think we were traveling that same week. We've prayed, Father, let this thing come on time. But do you know who picked it up? You can't guess it. It was a madman. I mean, lunatics walk around streets in Nigeria with no restraint. Just a mad guy picked it up. When I prayed that prayer, I didn't say, God, please get my parcel to me, but please give it to a madman. I won't, I won't be, so, I mean, it would be so strange to pray like that. I didn't pray that prayer. But when that thing dropped, the mad guy picked it up. This guy could have torn it. He could have thrown it into water. He could have played around with it. Oh, God. But when you belong to him, I say, when you belong to him, you see, our faith is in his ability. When I say acting on the word of God, I simply say, Father, I'm acting on your word, and I know you can carry me through. You know what happened? The madman, when he got by, he was waiting for him and said, take Now, that is God. That is the God of the exceedingly abundantly. I can tell you a thousand and one more stories like that. But faith without corresponding action is dead. I'm reminded of another story. In the old church, you see, a lot of people don't know what. Okay, look at the woman with the issue of blood before I pray. A lot of people don't know why things don't work for them. A lot of people say they believe. This is a glass of water here. You are thirsty. You believe it's a glass of water. Nothing will happen until you stretch your hand and you pick it up and drink. I believe, I believe. Action. The woman with the issue of blood said, if I can just do what? Touch the helm of his garment. If I can't touch. Now you remember that she was not supposed to be there. She was not supposed to be there. She was not supposed to be there because by the rule of the day, she was an unclean person. But she came. Her action showed that she believed. She probably got down on all fours trying to get to Jesus. She did something she never did before. There's no distance in the spirit and I'm going to pray. Many of you, if you stand with me, God is going to touch you. No distance. No distance. And God knows your name. He knows your tomorrow better than you know your yesterday. One day I was preaching the old church, and without, I didn't even know what was happening. I just, this was just jumped out of my mouth. Uh, the fibroid would disappear, and you are going to have a son by the name of Joshua. People know this story because people are alive. I just thought, who said that? I realized it was coming out of my mouth. So I said, let's turn our Bibles. I had to change that because I was crazy. You know what happened? There was a woman there who had that same situation. She didn't talk to me. She talked to her husband. They were scheduled. Now, we believe in doctors. We actually have a hospital here. We have medical intervention for less privileged twice a year. So, that's not the issue. Anyway, she told her husband, I don't think I need that surgery. The husband said, why? So the pastor said, <laughs> the five rod would disappear. You have a child by the name of Joshua. And I love the way the husband answered. He said, Did he call your name? He said, well... They didn't call my name, but I believe. Anyway, they went back and forth. They said, okay, the solution is let's go back and do a new test. They are still here. They went and did a new test. And you know what happened? I think they did it like three times. The fibroid was no longer there. You know another thing that happened? There's a boy by the name of Joshua in church. Faith is an act. I'm going to begin to pray for you right now, no matter where you are, no matter what the situation is. And I'm going to trust God with you that, in the join my faith with you, that in the area you need to possess your possession. Don't allow fear to keep you. Don't allow fear of the enemy to keep you. Yes, because we know what Jesus has already done for us, fear will not keep us fear will not keep you fear will not keep you because he made that substitution he paid the price in full he paid the price in full you don't owe the devil anything because jesus paid in full bible says jesus christ died and he died no more will you rise with me wherever you are right now as i pray father in the name of jesus I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Thank you for the opportunity to bring the word of God today. Lord, thank you for the things you've done again and again and again and again. Thank you, Lord, because we shall possess our possession, the possession of healing, the possession of deliverance, the possession of peace, possession of prosperity, possession of our destiny. Oh, and the souls and souls that you are bringing. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing this in the name of Jesus. Right now, if you need a physical healing in your body, just place your hand on yourself wherever you are. It could be on your head or chest, wherever it is. As I speak the word of the Lord, it will come to you. I'm looking at a back problem to the right side of the back. You are healed in the name of Jesus. I say, You are healed in the name of Jesus. There's a lower abdominal pain, lower abdominal pain, left to right. I say, You are healed in the name of Jesus. I speak to that chest condition, breathing condition, chest condition. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Every migraine, headache, I come against you in the name of Jesus. You're having a problem with a stiff neck. I say, be loose in the name of Jesus. Every deaf spirit, partial deafness, whatever it is, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Father, la Cristo, la Ramachanda, erasto, reketotototoya yeah. That house where there has been a lot of bickering and quarreling and bickering and quarreling, I speak peace in the name of Jesus. I command that bickering and quarreling and bickering and quarreling, you foul spirit, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak favor upon every business that is represented. I speak favor upon you. Alamacasanta Cristo La Ranos Rebaconos e Cristo La Cristo La E Prano, In the name of Jesus, let the favor of God come. Let the favor of God come. I'm seeing somebody, there's a struggle with money. I see a bag being shifted back and forth. It's mine. It's yours. Some kind of Back and forth like that. Who is struggling with you? I don't know. But in the name of Jesus, that which belongs to you, that they are struggling to take from you. Maybe it's a contract. I don't know. But there's a bag of money going back and forth. And in, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak your shalom. I speak your peace. I speak your favor on your servant. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I hear the words that you have had three miscarriages. Three miscarriages. Miscarriages in recent times, Father, let that be the last one. In the name of Jesus, let her be the ta 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 In the name of Jesus, mala Kristo lobo satire. and for everyone believing for the fruit of the womb, Lord, let them get their miracle right now. Because children are a heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hands of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. They shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Father, thank you. Thank you for doing it. In the name of Jesus, just lift your hand begin to thank him. Joy is the atmosphere of heaven. Joy is that atmosphere of heaven. Give him thanks as you possess your possession with joy. Heaven has got your name on it. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God has prepared for those that love him. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over every single one. I plead the blood of Jesus over they are going out uh, and over they are coming in. Marry to, 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 to. A promotion has been due for some years because I can see you trying to take that step up. But it's as if your step is hanging there. A promotion has been due for some years, maybe even up to seven years, but I see the leg hanging there. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we cause your angel to cause that promotion to come to pass. Now, in the name of Jesus, come to pass. Now, in the name of Jesus, come to pass. Now, in the name of Jesus... You are listening to me. God shows me there are people that the, 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 the warmth, the warmth between you and Jesus is not the way it has always been. The warmth between you and Jesus, you are, you are getting cold in your walk with God. And God is saying, I'm drawing close to you. I'm drawing close to you. It's time for you to say, Father, have your way. My life Uh, is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Why don't you rededicate your heart to God, my brother, my sister? It doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. The blood of Jesus is the highest sacrifice on the highest altar by the highest being. It washes as white as snow. It washes as white as snow. Oh, Lord, we thank you for restoration in the life of your people today in the name of Jesus Peradventure adventure you are here you if not made Jesus the Lord of your life or you're a backslider just raise your hand wherever you are and pray this prayer with me Heavenly Father I know that I'm a sinner I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died for my sins he was raised up again For my justification. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Make me a new person. In Jesus' name. I'm seeing a picture. Uh, It looks to me like something happened. And it was a really, really big blow to this person. And you just fell on your face. Of a personal nature huge disappointment let down. Huge disappointment let down. God sent me to tell you. He said, arise. Say, arise from that place because that's not the end of the story. You need to act on what I'm saying. You need to get up from that place and call God blessed. What men meant for evil, just like the story of Joseph, God is going to turn it for good in your eyes you feel like you've been demoted of sort but heaven is about to lift you up i said heaven is about to lift you up heaven is about to lift you up lift your hand with me and just give him worship today father I take all the glory father I take all the praise thank you daddy thank you daddy marakado dodo shata la 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 te 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Every pain disappear. Every growth disappear. Every deafness of any sort disappear. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Praise God. Thank you. It's been an honor to be with you. The Lord bless you. We know that you've been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information, please contact us at The Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road, by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, in Lepidu, Lagos. Or write P.O. Box 698, Shomonu, Lagos. Thank you and God bless you.